Everybody, look at my fat bulging on my thigh. Hi, Nina. It's a cutie. Welcome to my ghetto studio setup. This is really bad. I mean, look at this. Like, I don't even have chairs anymore. I had a couch, and uh, we got rid of it because it broke. I don't know how, but the middle of it broke. And so now I'm sitting on the floor. I ordered actually. Oh, I just punched you in the face, Nina. I'm sorry. I ordered a bunch of furniture for the studio. Um, I ordered a rug and chairs and a table. So next time you guys see this episode, an episode, hopefully it'll be great. Um, okay. Nothing to do with me right now. Enough to do with me. I have such an exciting episode today. This was so fun for me. I, I mean, obviously we have worst first, worst first dates is kind of the most biggest premise of the podcast, but I had you guys write in and tell me your worst ghost stories just because I love haunted shit and I know we did kind of like a little bit of a haunted episode uh with Josh Wolf a while ago and people really loved it and they were like you should do a spooky a spooky podcast together so okay I'm just gonna dive right into it I read probably 400 ghost stories and didn't sleep well for a couple nights because these are pretty terrifying and even one of them included photos which was really scary Okay, so actually, I'll start with that one. Um, This is from Jennifer on Instagram. She sent me a picture, and I'm actually going to post the picture on my Instagram when I share this story uh, so you guys can see how scary and terrifying this is. Okay, so, so Jennifer says, In 2005, a few of my friends and I moved into this house. We joked about having an extra roommate because we'd hear people running around making noises, moving shit, etc. It was really freaky. One night, we called the Ghostbusters, a.k.a. the Oklahoma Paranormal Research Investigators. They They came over and they confirmed that there was a little girl who liked to play tricks on us. They even captured her photo and audio it was creepy as fuck and then she sends me this picture and it's the i you guys have to go to my instagram to see it i'm gonna post it literally this picture is terrifying it's the investigators in her kitchen and it looks like a really old house and in the window there's a little girl's face and it is so scary and it's clear it's clearly a little girl going like this peeking out of a y'all i'm looking at it right now and i don't even want to look at it anymore and she has black sunken in eyes and she's smiling like really creepy anyway it's it's a haunting picture and I said to her oh my god that's so scary her face and she said yep they even did an article about it um and she says uh it's crazy there's an article and then you can hear the audio it's just as creepy as her face um it's if you google Tulsa residents Okay, PRI. Anyway, if you have time for that later. Anyway, super scary. I'm going to post that on my Instagram so you guys can see this little girl's face. It's terrifying. She's looking out the window like this is the window. She's going like this, and she has big black circles around her eyes. Oh, okay. All right, so that was really good. Thank you, Jennifer, for that. That was amazing. Okay, so now moving on. Um, I have so many. You guys sent me so many amazing stories. Okay. All right. This one's really scary. This is from uh, Skater666. Very appropriate. (laughs) Very appropriate username. Skater666. All right. This is the worst ghost story. Um, They say, first off, I was able to see things since I was a kid, hence why I suffer from insomnia. I remember seeing someone hanging by suicide from the middle of my bedroom when I was younger. I asked my neighbors about the history of our house, and they told us that people had died by a suicide and a murder. Once I was a teenager, my parents bought another house, and we moved. Unfortunately, my mother died soon after. Before she died, she'd given me a lamp made of crystal, including the shade, which I kept next to my bed. The following five days after she passed away, I was visited by ghosts. The first was a woman with dark hair in a flowing red dress hovering in the upper right corner of my room. I was so freaked out, I turned on the lamp and she disappeared. The next night, there was a bald man sitting in the chair next to my bed. Again, scared shitless, I turned on the lamp and he was gone. 
The next was a blonde woman in a white dress at the foot of my bed. Turn on the lamp again, and she disappeared. The following night, my entire room was filled with people, like a party, ghosts just chatting it up. I flicked on the lamp, and they were gone. This is the worst one. I felt someone one night staring over me. I didn't want to turn over my bed, but I had to, and there was a bald, skinny man just bent over me, staring down. There was just a tall, skinny man staring me down on the side of my bed, and I felt unable to move. I felt pinned down. I couldn't even reach for my lamp. I watched as his face slowly turned into a skeleton and felt it come towards my face and then vanish like a cloud of smoke. I was finally able to move, and I turned the lamp on. I slept the rest of the nights with the lamp on. Wow. Oh, my God. And I said, how do you not freak out when you see these things? Um, Because I like asking questions. Because I'm like, God, if I saw shit like that. Well, here's the thing. If I saw things like that since I was little, I guess you get used to it. Because when you're little, you probably can't really tell the difference. Like, oh, that's a ghost or that's a person. Because you're little, and so you're used to it. Right, Nina? So, I guess... And that's exactly what this person said. I said, how do you not freak out when you see these things? And they said, because it's been happening to me since I was five or six years old. I've kind of gotten accustomed to it. I've had people stay in my house and they say they couldn't sleep because they felt strange. And they don't want to stay over again. I'm always catching things in the corner of my eye. Honestly, I had to start smoking weed. I don't anymore, but I did at one point to get some sleep without having a hangover or feeling groggy. I usually only sleep four to five hours a night. This is the reason why I get up so early. And she, um, she or he said, I I love your podcast. Thank you. I I mean, honestly, I can't imagine living a life like that. I, I guess when you're so little and you start seeing things, you're probably just like, okay, this is just my life. I see these things and I'm, and I'm, and it's, this is normal for some people. And a lot of these people, wrote to me and were like, I don't like telling people about it because then they think I'm crazy and I'm not crazy. I have no mental health issues, whatever, no schizophrenia, nothing like that. I just have had this ability since I was younger. And um, wow, it's 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 truly unreal. If you, if you don't believe in ghosts, I, I don't know if you will at the end of this podcast, but you might. Okay, here's the next one. This is... Um... This girl sent a disappearing message. No. Okay. So this is kind of weird. Um, Amy Amy Walling wrote this. She said, so my go- I've never believed in ghosts, she says. I bought a house, my, cur- my current house, from a police officer whose wife had passed away. She died of cancer at 40 years old inside of the house. It never bothered me because I figured it wasn't a murder or a suicide, so there probably wouldn't be a haunting, right? Wrong. My guy friend comes over, and he randomly, out of nowhere, asks me, did a blonde lady die in your house? And he's not any sort of medium or anything. He's just my friend. And I freaked out because I'd never told a soul that anyone had died in my house. He told me that he saw a blonde woman standing in my kitchen, he could feel her energy, and she told him that he wa- that she wanted to hold my hand because she was confused. She wanted to know where her husband was because the husband had apparently, I guess she said the husband moved to Florida and the house is in Texas. She said, needless to say, I'm going to sell my house as soon as this coronavirus is over because I don't want to live in a house where ghosts want to hold my hand. I'm out. So then she said she went on the old owner's Facebook page and found a picture of the woman and showed her friend, and he said that's exactly who it was. So this woman, poor thing, passed away of cancer and is still in the house, and she's like, where did my husband go? He just left me. That sucks. Um, So that's really sad. Uh, That's kind of a sad one. Um, but yeah, she said, I didn't believe in ghosts until this, but now I do. Okay. This one comes from Steve. Steve says, when I first moved to New Zealand, I stayed at my aunt's place. 
One night, I woke up in the middle of the night because something clattered on the floor. The next morning, I saw it was an old school hand fan that my aunt had hung on the wall. When I went to hang it back up, back up, I noticed that it had not fallen on the floor. It had to be ripped to come off the wall. It had to be lifted off of a screw. So not thinking much of it, I put the fan back. The next night, it happened again. My aunt told me that the fan had belonged to my Italian great-grandmother. I thought nothing of it. The room I was staying in was quite small, and the bed was in the center. To your right, there was a large mirror on the wall, and to the left, a window. A couple nights later, I woke up with a rather eerie feeling. So I turned on to my right. As I looked into the mirror, I saw an old woman standing there. I shuddered. I rolled over thinking it was just my imagination. The next night, I woke up laying in bed with my eyes still closed, but I felt really, really cold, out of nowhere, freezing. I rolled over again. I felt an arm wrap itself around me. I never stayed there again. And I said, how did you not freak out when you saw the old woman in the mirror? Because fuck, if I was sleeping and I rolled over and saw an old lady in a mirror staring at me, I would shit my pants. I would fart shit. (laughs) Nina would be there. Nina, you would probably shit your pants, right? Because you wear pants. I I mean, I would literally, like, I'm such a spaz, if you guys can't even tell already. I'm such a spaz. I would freak the fuck out. So probably why I don't see ghosts, because ghosts know that if they showed themselves to me, I would probably make, like, the most obnoxious, annoying sound that they ever heard in their entire lives, and they'd want to kill themselves all over again. I would, like, just freak the fuck out. I can't do ghosts. I can't. If I saw some shit, I just, I think I'd probably, I'd probably die of a heart attack. Anyway, so, so I said, how did you not freak out when you saw the old woman in the mirror? And he said, mentally I did, but I was half asleep, half awake, and it was kind of difficult to distinguish if I was dreaming or if it was real. So I tried to roll over to my side and just ignore it. It wasn't until the next day that I realized what had happened. And then when the arm went around me the next night, that was the worst feeling I'd ever felt. So scary as fuck. Guys, I'm loving these ghost stories. This is insane. This is insane. I I hope this isn't freaking anyone out too much. Anyway, I'm loving it. This is from Renee on Instagram. Renee says, hi, Brittany. Here's my worst ghost story. This is so freaky. You know, the fact that people are seeing this stuff is just so terrifying. Okay, so she goes, I worked at a haunted preschool, which was on the same grounds as a church. The building had double doors from the playground that opened to a long hallway and then had a big rec room at the end of the hallway. Along the hallway were children's, a children's restroom on the right side and then one classroom behind that. On the left, there were two more classrooms. One sunny afternoon, all the teachers and children were outside on the playground at the same time. It was my turn to go on break, so I walked through the double doors into, a dark, into the dark hallway to go to my classroom, the last one on the left. As I was walking towards the classroom, I walked past the children's restroom and I spotted out of the corner of my eye a child in there looking at me with a smirk. So I turned around and I asked him, why are you in the restroom by yourself? And then I noticed that he was somewhat see-through. I couldn't speak. I stopped walking towards him. He giggled and jumped behind the door to the restroom. I heard his feet stomp. I then walked into the restroom, turned on the light, looked behind the door, and no one was there. He had to jump through the door and disappear. I walked out of the restroom and into my classroom in pure disbelief, trying to make a rational sense in my head as to what I just saw. I felt my heart palpitating, and I got a scared feeling of rush throughout my body. I ran back to the playground and asked if any of the children had left to use the restroom. They told me no, and they wanted to know why I was asking. I told them what I saw and explained I had only had a caffeinated drink today and had never done any drugs. They laughed and said, oh, you finally saw him. Now you know the school is haunted. I gave my notice the next week after the boss neither denied or confirmed that the school was haunted. 
bruh. <laughs> I wish I had a sound effect, bruh. <laughs> I just, whoa, dude, just a little kid. <laughs> Welcome, I'm haunting a school. Dude, can you imagine haunting a school? It's like, ugh, get stuck at school. I fucking hate school. I can't imagine. Nina, school was terrible. Mommy, mommy didn't do well in school. I mean, I know I did well. I was very smart, but I didn't do well emotionally there. Um, can you imagine dying and then just being stuck there? Uh, no, thank you. That would be great. I would rather get stuck in Neiman Marcus. I will haunt Saks Fifth Avenue. That <laughs> will be the most. They were like, we saw this ghost. Um, she was trying on Gucci belts. <laughs> it wasn't quite scary, but, you know, she seemed like she had a good fashion. That, that, that would be me. I would be the ghost who was just trying on uh, Gucci belts. Okay, let's see. This one I don't think I read yet. This is a long one. Okay. I didn't read this one, so we're going to read this one together. Are There's so many, by the way. This podcast is... Okay, good. We're only at 15 minutes. This is going to be a long podcast. I hope everyone's excited about that. <laughs> I am. You guys like my fucking... Retar- I almost said the R word. Oops. Hanging out with Tommy too much. Look at these slippers. They're weird. Okay. So this is from... I don't know how to say her name. Gail, I guess. Gail. Gail Riley. She says, okay, this was the night of March 20th and the day of March 21st. I have four kids, ages 4, 8, 11, and 15. I'm 35. Pretty normal, I'd say. She puts a laughy face. So that night we went to sleep around 1130. Our four-year-old had gotten up from his bed and moved to ours. My oldest son was upstairs in his room. My 8 and 11-year-olds weren't home. Anyway, I snapped the cover off my phone and laid it on my charger. About 11.50, I was awakened by my phone falling onto the floor. I figured I'd gotten a text and it slid off the charger. I didn't think much about it. I moved my phone and the charger to the middle of the nightstand and went back to sleep. Around 3.30 in the morning, I was awakened by my phone hitting the floor again. That's, that really woke me up. My charger has rubber on it. And my phone cannot slide off, period. Plus, I'd moved it right to the center of my nightstand so that it wouldn't fall off again. No way it could have fallen off and hit the floor. That morning, I was in the laundry and my 15-year-old came to me and said, Mom, something really weird happened to me last night. My ceiling fan kept getting turned on and off. I would get up to turn it off and then it would get turned back on. It happened three times. I didn't want to scare him, so I just told him to just wait and see if it ever happened again, to pray the next time that it happened, it was probably just a fluke. But as the day wore on, it kept bothering me. So we have four bedrooms, two bathrooms, and a huge game room upstairs, and that's the kid's space. I'm Christian, and I believe that if there's a spirit or demon or whatever it is, you should pray and rebuke it in Jesus' name and demand it to leave. So I just had a feeling that whatever it was upstairs in my kid's room— was upstairs in my kids room and that really upset me they are my kids don't mess with my kids so halfway up the stairs I decided to turn on my camera on my phone it was around 4 p.m my kids were outside and my four-year-old was in the living room watching a movie I started in my daughter's room praying and telling whatever it was that it was time to go I went down the hall to my boys rooms and the bathroom I even went in my walk-in storage area and prayed as I walked. I went back down the hall only to the rooms. Only rooms left were the walk-in and linen closets and game room. So I walk up to the closet door and try to open it. The door has no lock and stands mostly open due to my kids building. Stands open most of the time due to my kids building blanket and forts. It was shut and would not open. It was shut like it was nailed shut and wouldn't budge at all. It was like the doorknob was going through the wall. I twist and pulled several times. Then I braced one hand on the wall as hard as I could, and I still couldn't open it. I get the chills and start shaking. I go back and say in Jesus' name, come out of that closet right now. It's time to go. I walk up and twist the knob again, and the door swings right open. I tell whatever it is to follow me downstairs to leave, and I open my back door and tell it to go. Then I realize my phone is still videotaping. I was carrying it in my pop socket and had completely forgot that it was still recording. My husband thought I was crazy until I showed him the video. Our house was built in 2016. It's not old. 
and doesn't have a lot of history. So I don't really understand what happened, but perhaps we had been built on something that would have caused this to happen. She says, I have stories about our old house, but I've got to get busy with my kids and get them to school. We all have to homeschool now. Sorry about the typos. I didn't proofread. Wow. Wow. I mean, here's the thing. I grew up in a house um, that was relatively built, relatively new. I mean, I was born in 1986 and the house was built probably like 1980, which is old now. But back then it was built brand new and weird shit used to happen to my house all the time. So I don't really think it matters if your house is new or old. Obviously older houses have some effect on things happening, but I, people hated my house. And I think my, I just, my house was full of really bad energy because my parents fought a lot and it was just like a lot of bad things happened in the house. And I think it kind of drew things to that obviously, but yeah, doors like, The only thing I can say that's ever happened that I literally really saw with my own eyes, um, well, this is one of the things. I never saw a ghost. So there's that, obviously, because I probably wouldn't be here sitting and talking to you right now. I'd probably be fucking dead of a heart attack. But um, this did happen. I was in in my dad's room. My dad had his room, and then there was a hallway, and then there was a door, and then the bathroom, right? And the door had a long mirror on the back of it where I used to like check my outfits for school and make sure I looked fly. So I used to iron my jeans because I was OCD and always wanted everything to be perfect and couldn't have any wrinkles or anything. So I'm the ironing board was in the middle of the hallway and I'm ironing my jeans and the door was open and it was on one of those little like, you know, those little springy things with the latch. So like the door, there's you have to pull it off the springy thing to get it to shut. And if it's off of there, it doesn't shut automatically. It wasn't like a heavy door or anything. It was just on the spring like it was latched. Right. So I'm ironing my jeans and I'm looking into the bathroom and I keep thinking, man, I wish that door would shut so I could like look at my outfit. Right. And I look back down at my jeans and then the door goes boom and slams shut. And then I like, I fucking jump and I look at myself in the mirror and I was like, what the fuck? And then like, you know, when stuff like that happens, your first thought is like, okay, you try to rationalize it. You're like, I first, my first thought was like, oh, maybe my dad's uh, windows are open in his room and like a draft came and, and slammed it shut. So then I put the ironing iron down and I walk into my dad's room. There's no windows open. So then I'm like, okay, uh, uh, maybe the bathroom windows are open and that sucked it shut because that's the only way it slammed. Like it wasn't like a, it was like a, like someone just went. So then I walk into the bathroom and um, no, no windows open. And I remember I went downstairs to my dad and I told him and he was like, well, you know, Maybe like the earth shift. My dad's like a sign. My dad, my dad's a civil engineer. He's like a, he's very scientific brain. So him, he like doesn't really, I mean, he's religious, but I don't think he really believes in spirits or anything like that. And so I was telling him and he was like, well, you know, maybe the house shifted. I'm like, house shifted. You're acting like our house was built like in Fort Knox, like 1912. Like really? It's like a brand new house. Like, you know, cause I was younger at the time. It was like, at the time it was like what, 15 years old. I don't know. Anyway, the house definitely didn't shift. I've never heard any weird noises and things like that. But um, I did always sleep with my light on because I always had a weird, eerie, uncomfortable feeling. Um, I'm an empath too. So I'm like very sensitive to emotions and energies. And I feel like I pick up on stuff and I always slept with my light on in that house. Um, But also did have a very traumatic childhood. So who knows? I don't know. Anyway, that was the closest thing that I have to like a real ghosty ghosty experience and one other thing, but I don't feel like telling it right now. I'll tell you guys later. Okay. Let's get, let's get going back to the stories. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. There's so many, this is really creepy. Which one is this one? I want to pick the best ones cause I got so many and I saved a lot of them. Um, and someone said I wouldn't call it a worst. Um, okay. So this is from Raquel, Raquelina, Raquelina. You guys have some crazy usernames, man. It's like, it's like letters that shouldn't be next to each other. It's like Z and C next to each other. You're like, what is that? How do you even pronounce that? She doesn't have that, but I'm just saying some people do. Anyway. 
Rachelina, I think. Rachelina, Rachelina, Rachel Aquilina. Okay. Anyway, she says, I wouldn't call this a worst ghost story, but it's definitely interesting. In 1980, my grandfather passed away from lung cancer after spending about a year at home dying. Cut to 15 years in the future when I'm about four years old and my mom had a really hard time getting me to sleep in my own bed. Apparently, I used to tell her that there was a man who sits on the end of my bed and keeps me up with his coughing. Bitch. If my daughter came to me and said, there's an old man sitting on my bed coughing, I'd be like, all right, well, time to time to send you back. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd be like, I'd move. I would move. Anyway, it's so scary. So she, so she said, um, turns out the bed that they were trying to get me to sleep in was the same bed that my grandfather had used when he was terminally ill at home. At that point in my life, I didn't even know I had a grandfather who died, let alone how he died. I don't have much memory of this, but my mom told me years later. Isn't that so freaking crazy? I hear that all the time about little kids being like, I'm just playing with Jeffrey. And they're like, who's Jeffrey? And it's like some little like World War II veteran kid that he's like playing ball with who's a ghost. That's scary. Grandpa's sitting on my bed keeping me awake with his coughing. Ooh, ugh, scary. Grandpa, why you do that? Okay. Um... This one's really freaky too. Sorry guys, I'm taking, I'm just trying to, cause I've read all these. So I'm just trying to get you the best, best, best ones. Ew, this is freaky. Okay, this is from HDZK27. She said, this is my worst ghost story. I was around 11 or 12 when I experienced this. I slept alone and had my own room. Meanwhile, my two sisters shared a room. My older sister used to have the single room, but she said it felt weird and she didn't like the vibe. So she decided to give it to me and moved into shared a shared room with my sister. I was like, whatever, I'd love to have my own room. So we traded. My bed was placed right in front of the door where our hallway was and led to my sister's, my other sister's room. Their room was basically right across from mine. One night, the hallway light was on and it was bothering me. So I got up so I could close my door. Well, that's when I saw a little girl standing at the end of our hallway. I paralyzed. I could not move. I was in complete shock. She was wearing a dress and had a basket in one hand and a ball in the other. I ran back to my bed and pulled the cover over my head and started praying so that she would go away. I don't know what I thought my blanket would do to protect me by hiding under it. She put laughing my ass off. Weeks go by, and I finally end up telling my older sister of what I saw, and she claims she saw it too. She said she saw her looking at my little sister while she was sleeping. We definitely believe in ghosts after that. Whoa, dude. Bruh. Why is it always, like, creepy little girls and fucking old bald men? Like, there's no, like, ghost where you're like, this ghost was hot. She had, like, nice tits. And, like, like there's no, like, I mean, it's like, you have to think that the ghosts are going to have to get more modern at some point, right? Like, it's like when people are in our generation are passing away, like, it's like, it was a hipster ghost. He probably owned his own, like, craft beer company and, like, you know, distiller. Like, the ghosts can't always be 1912 war veterans, can they? Or do we just, what about, like, like, you know, like Farrah Fawcett or like somebody like that. Like, oh, she was wearing like a hot bikini. She had beautiful hair. Like, you know, it's always like she was in a tattered red dress. And I don't know. I feel like I I want to hear more modern ghosts, right? I mean, I don't know. Or maybe we all just look like we're from another era. Who knows? I mean, it'd be crazy to see some like ghosts. You're like, dude, she got like a huge, she had huge boobies, lip injections, definitely Botox. <laughs> That's going to be my ghost. Right, Nina? They're going to be like, wow, she's got, she's got no wrinkles because she's got Botox and lip injections, right? Oh, I have another ghost story. This is kind of fucking weird. This is actually so weird. Okay, so I had a wiener dog before Nina named Maggie Poos, who you guys, if you follow me on Vine, you might remember Maggie Poos. She was a little um, black and tan, long-haired dachshund, miniature dachshund like Nina. And she was the love of my life. And I had her for eight years. And she got killed at a dog park um, one day, which was my fault because I didn't have her on a leash. And she 
she got startled and I wasn't paying attention and it was getting late and she ran towards the parking lot and got hit by a car. So horrible. Worst day of my, worst day of my entire life to this day. Right. Nina. Um, so that was awful. And I remember it took me like months to get over it. Honestly. Like, I mean, I was like, this was so traumatic for me. I had to take like Valium every day just to be calm and live my life. So I had Wiki too. Wiki was her little brother. And um, I remember I was sleeping in bed and I heard a dog lapping water in the living room. This was like probably a month after she died and because their water bowl was in the living room and my house was small and I could hear the dog drinking water. And I figured, oh, Wiki went down his little stairs and was drinking water. And so I I sat up in bed and then I see Wicket is sleeping right next to me. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, literally hearing the lapping, the drinking of the water woke me up. And I sat up, and then I saw Wicket. And I was like, bitch, are you fucking... But it's kind of comforting, because I was like, oh, Maggie Poos. And then the weird thing is she... um. She also used to, I had a rug outside my shower and she would always scratch the rug. Like it was just something she liked to do. She would like, you know, uh, nest, try to nest in it. And she would like scratch it all up in a circle, sleep in it. And I was in the shower one day and I heard the scratching of the rug because it was loud. It was, you know, like scratching a rug and I froze and then I opened the shower curtain and the rug was normal, but it was so weird. And had that, so that those two things happened. So I like to think, She's probably mad at me that I got you, but you're really lovely. Nina never leaves my side, like ever. Maybe the, maybe your Maggie Poo's reincarnated. That's why you don't leave my side. Um, but who knows? Anyway, this is really scary. I just keep thinking I'm seeing shit out of the corner of my eye now. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Um, hmm. This one's not that great. I'm going to skip it. Oh, this one's really fucked up. This dude works at a nursing home, and this is so, so scary. This is from uh, SD on uh, Instagram. He knows who he is. He said, this is my worst ghost story. I started working nights in a nursing home, and shortly after, I would see a tall black figure that would go into people's rooms as they were beginning to die or had just died. I couldn't believe my eyes when I first started seeing it. Then I noticed that patients would ring either terrified or ask me about the figure and why it wouldn't leave them alone. They would all describe its appearance exactly the same. The night that someone would pass away, the figure would lash out at staff and objects in the building. My first death ended with pictures falling off walls, people being pushed and grabbed, not knowing who was doing it, doors open and closing on their own. I had my boss even watch on the cameras in the doorway. I saw it, but they f- but they froze for the five minutes that my patient was dying for some reason, so we couldn't see anything. To this day, I get nervous when the figure appears at a bedside, knowing that they are about to take another patient. I said, whoa, you still see this figure? And he said, yep, it still comes around when people are about to die or have just died. I said, you should try to take a photo. And he didn't respond. But fuck, can you imagine? Like, I would be like, if I saw a black figure walking around, I would be like fucking, I'd be all paranormal activity in there. I'd be videotaping it. I'd be setting up like sensors. I'd have like the, you know, that one's kind of crazy. I've always heard about the like black where it looks like smoke. People mostly, I've heard people describe ghosts before where they said it looks like smoke. They think like they're seeing like smoke in the air, but it's actually like a black spirit floating. And that's really scary. But that's a lot of people that have said this to me say it, it describe it the same way. Oh boy. Okay. This is really scary. Oh my God, this one's so scary. Okay, this is from Be Nice. (laughs) I love it. Be Nice, B-E-E-N-I-C-E on Instagram. She said, this is my worst ghost story. Sorry if I'm not really looking at the (laughs) camera. Why are you barking? 
you guys, did you see that? What are you barking at? Babe, are you there? Babe? Thomas? Okay, Tommy's been doing this thing where he, he fucking better not be. Tommy, he's supposed to be downstairs. So that, okay, I can't believe we just got that on camera. Whoa, we're like reading all this ghost shit. We're like bringing the energy in here, which isn't good. No, he's downstairs. I hear him. What are you staring at right now? You're freaking me the fuck out. Stop. You stop it. Oh my God, guys, Tommy's mom passed away in this house. And honestly, I get really weird vibes. I mean, she seems like she was an awesome lady. So I'm not saying she's a mean ghost or anything, but she died in the house. (sighs) And Nina's staring at something in the hallway and it's dark and I don't know what it is. Okay, I'm just going to ignore it. That was really scary. Everyone just saw that um, or heard it. Holy fuck. I'm sorry if I hurt your ears or scared you guys. This is really weird that that... That just happened right now. What are you barking at? Are we conjuring something right now we don't want to be doing? Okay, you know, we're at 36 minutes. I'm going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. You guys, Nina is staring into the hallway, barking at something, and it's really freaking me out. There's no one upstairs. Tommy is downstairs right now, and I'm staring into the dark hallway. Nina is just barking at it. Hey! What is it? (laughs) Okay, maybe reading these ghost stories isn't such a good idea. But I'm gonna continue. Because, okay, you want to be, you want to fuck with me? Come on in, spirit. You come sit down. You hear these ghost stories. You stop it right now. You knock it off. It's probably Tommy. It's probably his mom. She was pretty. Her name was um, Vasiliki. And she was Miss Grease. She was very beautiful. But she died in here. Stop. Stop. It's grandma. Okay. I'm freaked out. I'm not going to lie, you guys. I'm really freaked out that that just happened. I mean, I've had Nina up here do podcasts with me, as you've seen many times, and that's never happened. <sighs> okay. All right. Back to the stories. This story is from Be Nice, B-E-E, B-E-E-N-I-C-E. She said, worst first ghost story. First of all, I totally believe in ghosts now, and here's why. We moved into this house, my husband and I, and I was pregnant. Fast forward six months when I give birth. We had already been seeing a woman in a white gown, typically in the bedroom or at the bottom of the stairs, but it never worried us because her spirit didn't feel bad or make us that uncomfortable. The house we lived in was very old. It was called an old Wilson Dam home from Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Oh, God, that already sounds haunted. I don't even know what fucking old Wilson Dam home from Muscle Shoals, Alabama. She says, okay, one night we were asleep in bed with the baby in between us, and my husband woke up to a woman reaching over us. She was reaching for our baby. He screams out in panic and shoots out of bed. I had to get out of the bed, and the baby's still laying there in the middle of the mattress. The mattress is 100% soaked in water, like tons of water to the point that it was heavy. So much water that we had to call a professional company to come lift it and get it out of the house. It was as if someone had unloaded an entire pool of water in the mattress. We never saw her return to the bedroom after that, but she did show her face from time to time in the house. I said, oh my God, that's so scary. What the fuck are you looking at, dude? You guys, she just keeps staring into the hallway It's freaking me out. Okay. All right. We're just going to keep going. All right. Wow. All right. Be nice. That was really freaky. I don't know how your mattress got wet. Maybe you guys peed your pants like I'm about to right now. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, This one. There's so many. Like I said, I'm sorry. I'm taking a minute just to like review them that make sure this is the one that I want to share. This one's not that great. All right. Uh, oh, this one was really scary. Oh, God. Yikes. Okay, so 
This is from Eurotrash XO on Instagram. I love your guys' usernames. Eurotrash, be nice. Skater Boys, 666. I love it. No one's just like Ted from Philadelphia. Um, okay, so this is Eurotrash XO. This is my worst first ghost story. I was 16 years old and I worked in a 17 room block in. I was 16 years old and I worked in a 17 room in a block from Lake Michigan in a small town called Frankfurt. It had burned down twice before and was rebuilt over the years. I'm not sure exactly how old the building was, but there was a house on the beach that had a tunnel from the basement of that building into the basement of our inn, and it was used during prohibition to get alcohol passed back and forth. Al Capone actually used to smuggle the liquor there. So that gives you some timeline of how old it was. Weird stuff would always happen, like the basement would flum, flood completely and the plumbers would come and not be able to find the source of the leak. Housekeepers would constantly feel like they were being watched. A shower would turn on and be running on its own for hours. Even if someone went up and turned it all the way off, it would come on again. Stuff like that would possibly be reason, reasonably explained, I thought. I was a waitress and one night I was closing up and all of a sudden I felt cold as shit and really uneasy in the kitchen. A whole stack of plates and silverware that I had just been polishing flew off the waitress station and just shattered on the floor. The cook saw it happen too and confirmed that they simply weren't, simply didn't fall off. They flew off the shelf. I quit my job immediately and I never went back to work there again. Wow. And then she says, check out hotelfrankfurt.com. It's www.thehotelfrankfurt.com. If you want to see what it looks like, oof. I worked at a place called the Washington House in Pennsylvania, which was also apparently very haunted. Um, like I said, I've never seen a ghost or anything like that, but I worked there and it was super old. If you Google the Washington House in Pennsylvania, I was a bus girl and George, they named it the Washington House because apparently George Washington had stopped there on one of his journeys. And I remember... It's just like a creepy old build. Just imagine like a creepy old building, but like a beautiful restaurant inside, right? So I remember one night we were having um, a special dinner party there and it was like a bunch of people and they needed more chairs. And so they asked me to go upstairs and the stairs are like these rickety wooden stairs and they were like, can you grab some more chairs? And I go up and I go into this room and it was just a square room and there were no windows in the room, which was really weird. And it was like where, where they kept all the chairs. And I saw like, you know how like when a car drives by a window and you see the lights go like that, like a car is driving by and you see the light go like that. I saw that in the back of the room and I was like looking for the window. Like where's the fucking window that the light just went through like that and there's no windows. And so I was like, okay, cool. I grabbed one chair and came back downstairs. <laughs> I was like, I'm not about to fucking hang out up here. Anyway, that was really scary. And, all right, here's the next one. This is really bad. You guys also don't play with Ouija boards and stuff like that. I was reading about a priest and he was, um, one of the priests that had done multiple exorcisms. He's like one of the only priests that does, you know, there's actually several priests that do them in Rome, but he was like, he's like the biggest one. And they did an article on him and he was saying that, you know, every single case that he has had of real exorcism, although he said that like 80% of them are not real, they're just mental issues. But he said the cases that he had that were real were people that had dappled with Ouija boards or witchcraft or whatever, which obviously I'm fucked because I've done witchcraft. So fuck, I'm, I don't know what I what kind of can of worms I've opened with that. And I've done Ouija board when I was younger. So fuck, I'm fucked anyway. But don't, if you haven't done that stuff, don't do it because it's, it's just brings bad shit into your life. Okay. So, yeah, he said all the people that he's ever had that were cases that he had of demonic possession were people that had, you know, dabbled with that kind of thing. Every single one of them. So, FYI. So, this is from mm, YCAL. So, it's like several M's and then YCAL, K-A-L. She says, hi, Brittany. Okay, so I saw your story about sending in our worst first ghost stories, and here's mine. When I was a senior in high school, my best friends and I decided to play with a Ouija board. Isn't this how every like white girl ghost movie starts? Tiffany, get the Ouija board. Okay. Do you guys want some Sour Patch Kids? <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. 
So she said, when I was a senior in high school, my best friends and I decided to play with a Ouija board I bought on Amazon. Shout out to Amazon Prime for getting it to us in two days. Hey, guys, here's your Satan board. Have fun. See ya. Um, She said, we decided to go all out with it. So we sat in a circle in my best friend's scary-ass basement. We lit white candles, and we chanted some weird bullshit lines that we read on the internet that were supposed to activate the board. We put our pointer in the middle and all of our fingers on it and went to town. I, mem- I, being the brave one, started asking questions but got no movement, no spooky noises, or even a glint of fear from my friends. We were re- really bored with it and just kind of getting over it. And then out of nowhere, the planchet moves to the letter E on the board. I kid you fucking not. All of us girls were sitting there and shitting our pants because we know that nobody had moved it on purpose aggressively. We took the E as a sign that the board wanted to talk to my friend Emily. And as soon as she started asking questions, the planchet moved between the letters yes and no to spell out answers to the questions. This is when I started to grow skeptic because I started to believe that one of my friends was fucking with the rest of us just to get us scared. To prove my skepticism, I told Emily to ask the board how my great-grandfather died when I was a child or something that no, none of my other friends would know. Slowly but surely, the top of the planchet began to move and spelled out the letters stroke. I shit my pants because my great-grandfather had, in fact, died of a stroke, and I never told any of my friends that. I told my friends at that moment that we needed to say goodbye to whatever this fucking crazy spirit is that we were talking to because the game got too serious for me. We ended up driving out to my boyfriend's house later that night and all of his friends were over and we left the board on his front porch. Needless to say, the ghost we spoke to was going to be his problem after that. I love it. She's like, we just dropped it off it. We just left it at my boyfriend's house. It's like, here, you deal with this. I got this ghost and I don't fucking want it. You take it. Just take the ghost. That's scary. <sighs> Nina's still staring into the hallway, you guys. Can you not, like, maybe just, like, lay down, take a nap or something? You're freaking me the fuck out. Can you please not do that? She just looked at the camera. I'm dead. All right. You guys are getting way too good at this. Oh, this is from, I love this girl. My fairy king on, um, on Instagram. She's such a sweetie. Okay. She said, I have such a good one. Okay. So in 2010, my brother passed away in a car accident in Thousand Oaks. It was around two or three in the morning when it happened. And it was super hard on all of us. About a month later, pretty much to the day, my mom woke up to an email. It was from her email to her email as if she sent it to herself, but obviously she didn't. It was sent at the exact time the accident happened. And it said, and all it said was, I love you. Honorable mention, probably about five years after his accident, I was in my room and I was thinking about him. I put a picture of us on the other side of my bed because I was sad. I was falling asleep when all of a sudden I felt a weight pushed down on the edge of my bed as if someone sat down and I fell asleep right after. When I woke up, I had a thick smell of cologne stuck in my nose. Like it was so strong as if someone had just sprayed it all over my face. I was only seven years old when my brother passed away. So I ended up going into my mom's room and I said, hey, did he wear, asked if he wore strong cologne. I didn't tell her anything about smelling it. I just asked if he did. And she said, yes, he would always wear it so strong. And I always told him not to because it bothered me. She then apparently looked... I she told me what kind of cologne it was. I looked up the scents and apparently it's she then told me what kind of cologne it was. I looked up the scents and I ended up getting one and it's the exact same smell that I smelled. Wow. That's crazy. I know scent is like a big thing for ghosts. Like I heard you can smell. Okay. Oh, this is really weird. This is from a a person in India who listens to the pod. Um, Wait, let me see if he asked to be anonymous because a couple of people did ask to be anonymous. Okay. No, he didn't. Um, This is from DHRUV21. Rub, rub, B. See, this is like one of those words, like one of those names where a V and a B are next to each other, like two letters that just have no business being next to each other. Like how is a V and a B next to each other? Like VB. She's still staring into the hallway. Okay, all right. I'm just going to ignore you. 
I need a drink of water, you guys. Sorry. <laughs> All this ghost talk's making me thirsty. Okay. He says, I'm from India, a country where ghosts are as abundant in numbers as living beings. Wow. Anyway, so this happened close to nine years ago today. I was at a funeral for my dad's uncle. It was a usual Indian funeral. People were grieving over the memory of the dead person in silence. Absolute silence. That's what we do. Then all of a sudden, a middle-aged woman sitting next to my mother starts moving back and forth. Back and forth. Back and forth. Rocking fast back and forth where she was seated. And she started smiling and calling out to people. Not the usual, hey, buddy, what's up? She called out to relatives of the dead uncle the way that he only used to. She legit had conversations with them as if it were him speaking to them. So many details that only he would know. The way he greets everyone, thanks everyone for coming to his funeral. He tells everyone that he's moving on and wishes everyone good luck. Suddenly, the woman simply fainted, only to regain consciousness after 10 minutes, weak as fuck, and bathed in her own sweat. She could not remember anything that had happened for the past 30 minutes. The scariest part is, during this supposed possession, her entire demeanor resembled my deceased uncle. A truly spine-chilling experience for me. Whoa, dude. Whoa. It's scary. You guys, this is all very, very, very scary. This is freaking me out. You guys freak me out. I'm not trying to be weird or anything, but... Yeah, these stories are a bit much. Okay, so I told all the ones in my inbox that I thought were really great. Um, I, I guess I'll just keep going because we have the time, right? I mean, it's we're about 10 minutes out from an hour. Let's make it an hour pod, guys. Let's make it an hour pod. I'm trying to get my water open. I need some water, Nina. Do you want some water? Whoa, her nose has water dripping from it, which is really weird. Sorry, that's water drinking ASMR for you guys. Okay, so I didn't read this one, so you're going to enjoy it the first time I did. Um, this is from Exo Badiosa. She says, ghost story. Last year during May, my cousin was getting married, and she rented this beautiful Airbnb house. And I wanted to have anal with my boyfriend at the t- <laughs> at the time. Well, it didn't start out how I thought it was going to. We went back into the Airbnb, and this was our first time trying anal. And no one was at the house. We checked every room before we started. And the door kept opening and closing. And this old school radio kept turning on. It honestly felt like the beginning of a horror movie. Anyway, anal was scary as fuck. And doing it in a haunted house was not my cup of tea. Love your podcast, by the way. <laughs> that's the that's the whole ghost story. Aren't you glad I read some of these before I uh, started reading them too? These are the ones I'm reading off the cuff right now. So anal was really scary. By the way, a couple people wrote in and thought I meant like stories about being ghosted by guys. So I had like a bunch of people that miss, misread what I was saying and told me stories where guys had ghosted them. And I was like, no, 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 actual ghost stories, not guys that ghosted you. Okay. Oops, some girl just sent me a fucking creepy photo of herself. Some people send me really weird shit. Okay. Whoa, dude. All right. My sister, and this is from Lexi, Lexi Mala. She says, my sister and I were staying with our cousin in Kansas City. I was 12 and she was eight. Our uncle had just bought the house next door, so the three of us were staying in the empty house. We were on their platoon, and I went to get sunscreen, ginger problems, LOL, and I saw my sister walking down the stairs. I called her name, and she kept walking down the hall and ignoring me into the kitchen. I was mad that she was ignoring me, so I kept calling her name and followed her. I started to realize as I got closer that it wasn't her and panicked a little when she walked through the wall into the kitchen. I was spooked, but I figured ghosts exist, ghosts exist, and this ghost seemed to be benign. Flash forward to that night when my sister crawled onto my air mattress saying she couldn't sleep. I snuggled her and she started to cry. Then we heard three distinct men's voices. Thinking my uncle could have had people over, I hugged her and, sh- and shushed her to sleep. They started arguing, and I noticed that it didn't sound like my uncle. There were four footsteps up and down the 
the hallway and up and down the stairs. The shouting started to get worse and worse, and we could hear a little girl crying. I started to tell my sister a, a silly story to ease her mind while I was panicking because I was too young to go check on what was going on. It was pre-cell phone days, so I couldn't text anyone or ask for help. I didn't know what to do. We were supposed to be in this house by ourselves. The yelling got more and more intense until suddenly it just stopped. An hour later, we both started dozing off again, and I woke up in a cold sweat and saw a man in an odd outfit sitting at the edge of my bed. My sister was still asleep next to me. I kicked her foot as hard as I could, and I couldn't make contact. He stood up and stared at me, scowled, and then walked through the door. I was up until first light and asked my cousin about it the next morning. He thought I was bananas and told me I was only dreaming. I didn't say anything to my sister until on the plane home. I asked why she'd come into my bed that night, and she stared at me with her big blues, blue eyes and started crying. She said the girl in her room was hiding in the closet and said there was bad men in the house. So she came to me wordlessly and wanted a story. This was 17 years ago, and she still won't speak about it. I once tried to bring it up to her again, even in her mid-20s, and she started crying. I've had a few more encounters since then, but this was the worst, and this is the first time the spirit made itself known to me. Whoa. Oh, my God. So scary. I, I don't know. I don't want to see one. I don't think I... I mean, I guess I kind of did because that picture... Oh, you guys are going to see that picture of the little girl smiling in the window. Ugh. I don't really want to see one because I think I'd freak out. It's like I'd love to know they exist, but I kind of just believe they do anyway. Here's the thing. We're all made of energy, right? And you can't, it's like the law of physics. Energy cannot be destroyed. So even when our body dies, we're still made of energy. Energy doesn't die. Even though our physically organs stop pumping and things like that, the organs themselves are made of energy. Our cells are made of energy. Our presence is made of energy. So where does all that energy go? Well, I simply think it changes form. I don't know, but I think it does. I don't know. I could be wrong. Wrong about a lot of things. Right, Nina? No comment? All right. She's like, you're wrong about the shitty food you feed me every day. That's for sure. <laughs> um, okay. This is from Jero, Jerome Knack 404 Worst ghost story. I was five and my brother was seven. We were living with just my mom and we just moved into a really old apartment building in the basement. My brother and I, sh wait, what? I don't really get that. We were living with my mom and we moved into a, a really old apartment building in the basement. My brother and I shared a room and he slept on the top bunk and I slept on the bottom. My mom's room was to our right. I woke up around 3 a.m. to my brother screaming my name, but he wasn't in the room. I walked out into our hallway and saw my brother standing in my mom's doorway. Worried and intrigued, I walked behind him to see what he was looking at. Since we just moved in, we had this metal basketball hoop that we were trying to hang in my brother's room for decoration. I kid you not, I can't make this up. This basketball hoop was floating about two feet off the ground with my mom sleeping in the bed next to it. Never experienced something like that in my life. Truly insane. Oh, dude. The ghost is like, Kobe. Or, oh, no, not Kobe. It's, uh, it was Kobe, wasn't it? Yeah, people would say Kobe. Aww. That's so weird. But wasn't there another one, like LeBron? Like, people would say something. Oh, fuck. That just made me so sad. Weird. Anyway. Yeah, the ghost wanted to play play hoops. Ugh, these are freaking me out, Nina the Weena. I hope we're not bringing weird energy into our house, even though there's already people that have died here. I'm just deleting the ones I've read already so we don't get confused. Okay, so we have, we're at an hour, but we're going to do one more because I love you guys so much. I haven't eaten dinner. <sighs> this is so scary, guys. Oh, my God. Okay. This one's from Naughty Quee. Naughty Quee. You guys have the weirdest N A U T I Q U E H. Naughty Quee. She said, This is my worst ghost story. I had a. As I had a nanny growing up, and every night she would check on us in our rooms to make sure we were sleeping well. Sadly, she died one day in the room, and it just happened to be where I would sleep. So I slept on the couch. 
that night and I woke up in the middle of the night to see a silhouette of my nanny standing across the room watching me to make sure I was asleep. I know it was her because she had a very specific poofy hairstyle and would always wear a nightgown. I stared right back at her and then passed back out. Haven't seen her since. Wow, that one wasn't very long. I'll give you another one. Okay. She says, hey, Brittany, it's Maria. I love your personality and podcast. Hilarious and real. This is Maria Finley. Thanks, Maria. Shout out to you, girlfriend. Um, She says, I have a couple mini ghost stories throughout my life, so I'll try to keep it short and sweet. She says, cue horror music. I don't even know if I have any. Nope, that's crickets. Nope, that's a drum. I don't think I have any. Nope. Oh, here we go. Okay. It all started when I was two to three years old. We lived in a haunted house, and my mom would catch me talking to the wall in the dark room. You would think my mom would be concerned, but she just shrugged it off. My mom told me that the house had a male ghost who always messed with the bathroom door when she showered. Like, she would try to shake like it would try to shake and try to open the door, but of course it was locked. Okay, that's the whole story. There's nothing else. <laughs> Thanks, Maria. All right, I'll give you another one. I need a. I need to get a, a really full one. If someone's writing to me about anxiety, I'll get to them later. Ugh. Okay. Ugh, this is a dog barking one, and you bitch are still staring into the dark hallway, and I do not like it, ma'am. Ma'am, can you please find something else to do? Here, play with this flip-flop. You want this? No? Okay. Hey, Brittany, I'm such a fan of you and your husband. Here's my worst ghost story. This is from Veronica Beckford. So my family and I moved into our current house about three years ago. I was hanging pictures on my bedroom wall, and I had also hung wooden initials on my bedroom door, VLB. The L is for my grandfather, whose name was Lee Beckford. So my name is Veronica Lee Beckford. And I heard a huge thud outside my door. I went out and opened it, and the V had fallen off. I didn't think anything of it and hung it back up on the door and went to be- back to bed that night. Then I woke up around 8.30 in the morning, and every single one of the pictures I'd hung up were laying on the ground, smashed, and the only picture that was still hanging was my grandfather's obituary. I was so spooked, and my parents pretty much told me that I was insane. The next day, I was sitting downstairs with my mom, and we hear both bedroom doors open and slam shut. To this day, we can still hear it. Also, in January of this year... My father died. It wrecked my family. He died in our house from a heart attack, and ever since then, more and more freaky things are happening. We have French doors in our dining room that you pretty much have to use your full strength to open and close, and twice now they have flung wide open by themselves, both times talking about when we were talking about my dad. Also, every Saturday morning, we can hear his voice coming from outside when we let our dogs out. I downloaded this Talk to Ghosts app, not thinking it was going to work. But I sat in his office and turned it on, and I hadn't played anything that had his voice, so there was no way the app could have recorded it. His voice came through and said, V, I'm proud, I'm safe, and don't cry. And I was sitting there hysterically sobbing. Wow. Two days ago, my mom and my sister went to my uncle's house, and I was home alone with my four dogs. Our biggest dog, Chrissy, started barking at my parents' room. I went in and I was like, what's wrong? She was on my dad's side of the bed barking at his cowboy hats that were hung on the wall. I told her to stop and it was okay. I heard, I heard this dinging noise, so I followed it, and both the doors to the fridge and the freezer were wide open. Wow. And she put pictures of her dog. Wow. She said, this is Chrissy. I figured you'd want to see her. And that's where I hung the pictures back up that it had broken. Whoa, dude. Anyway, really scary stuff, guys. I hope that... <sighs> I hope I didn't bring anything weird into this house. That was probably already there, but... My back hurts from sitting on the floor. That's being 33 for you. And um, I had a lot of fun. This was really fun to hear your worst ghost stories. Give me ideas on more worst firsts that we can do 
um, in the next coming weeks, obviously, since I'm quarantined and I uh, can only record podcasts with Nina Dewina and my husband. So give me some ideas. Let me know what you guys want to talk about. What worst stories do you want to tell? We did we did your worst dating stories. We did your worst ghost stories. We can do a round two of this. I still have many that I didn't read. So let me know your feedback and what you think. And I hope everyone is staying safe and washing their hands and Anyone that's stressing out, this will pass. We've been through this many, many, many times in humanity, all kinds of plagues and things like that. And uh, just a part of life, we will get through this. Right, Nina? And you stop barking at spirits. Okay, I love you guys. Be strong, be safe, and I'll see you next week on Worst First.